Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, here's a little secret with what I do at the Rod Peterson Show. I've made a career of it. I don't care whether you like me or you don't like me, but when you watch my show, I just want you to feel something. How about that? Whether you're happy or you're sad or you're angry or you're proud, I just want you to feel something. Because a lot of times you'll read a column or watch a show and say, eh. That's never been the hallmark of what I do. I want to make you think. I want to make you feel something. And it's worked. And if you don't agree with me, I'll be fine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Sure is. Uh, happy Monday, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. <clears throat> Getting comfy here, as you notice, a big difference from our environs of the last month at Gray Eagle. Back in South Florida, the Moose is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and we are ready to talk sports for the next two hours. Can we bring him in? How you doing, Moose? Happy Monday. I'm doing great. Yeah, doing great. You look good, Florida. Looks good. Still have to get down there, man. Uh, well, we'll get you here. It'll be a business trip. But I'll tell you, I, I awoke to a lot of messages from my Alberta friends, all uh, my new friends that have sent me photos of a foot of snow on their back patio or on their front lawn. So uh, praying for you. I asked you, Moose, if you had some snow. You said you're like, no. Well, don't <laughs> scoff. Because there is some in Western Canada. So, yes, we're ready to talk sports for the next two hours. And um, coming up on the program, in the way of guests, we have Broadway Bernie Nichols, the NHL ambassador to Bet Regal, as we talk about some NHL betting in uh, regards to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Jesse Pierce will be with us from the Bar Down Beauties podcast. She also covers the Minnesota Wild for NHL.com. And can you hit the show horn, please, Director Jordan? Enough, enough dilly-dallying. Let's get right into it. We have breaking news on this Monday. You can call it Black Monday, Moose. Breaking news today. Barry Trotz was fired as coach of the New York Islanders Monday morning with general manager Lou Lamarillo saying he felt the team needed a new voice. This is usurping the quick six. I have six other topics. But Barry Trotz, the former Notre Dame Hound and captain of God's team, the Regina Pats, Lost his job after four seasons with the Islanders in the first without a playoff appearance. The 59-year-old, who ranks among the most successful coaches in NHL history and won the Stanley Cup with Washington, guided the Islanders to the Eastern Conference Final each of the previous two years before losing to eventual champion Tampa Bay. Lou Lamarillo declined to explain why he thought, quote, a new voice was necessary. That's the one. Darren, I'll get to your thoughts on that in a moment. Uh, out of the CFL... Byron Archambault was named the Montreal Alouette Special Teams Coordinator Monday morning. Montreal hired veteran CFL coach Jeff Reinbold to assume the post for this season, but the club announced Jeff won't serve in that capacity due to personal reasons. Archambault was slated to be Montreal's linebackers coach this season. So, my take on Lamarillo is that he knows what he's doing. The Islanders missed the playoffs, and with Lou and certain GMs around the NHL, if you fail to get the job done, off with your head. So there's that with Trotsy. He'll coach somewhere and coach well. Your take on uh, Reinbold leaving Montreal, because I know, Moose, you have an interesting take on it. 
Yeah, you know, I'm not sure what's going on there. I, I've been following his Twitter. He's been tweeting a lot about uh, Dick Vermeil and some quotes there about, you know, uh, hard work and about, you know, how you're treated and things like that. I wonder, you know, if, if Jeff, and I just me wondering if, you know, in these negotiations, he's sided too much with the players or one way or another. But when they say personal reasons, like I, I, I hate to speculate until we hear from the horse's mouth, you know, exactly what, what the reasons are. Follow Jeff Reinbold on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and he's been tweeting and Instagramming up a storm. So whatever those personal reasons are, I, I don't know, nor do you, Darren, but in our morning meeting this morning where we get the entire Rod squad together, the RP Show crew, somebody blurted out as soon as Clark pointed out that Reinbold was leaving the Alouette, somebody blurted out, let's get him on the show. And I said, let's just back up the turnip truck for a second, and let's just say, Jeff, if you want to come on, we have, but we don't know the deal. So certainly we hope that he's fine. The, um, the implication here, if that's implication is the right word, is that he is fine. But the Alouettes are saying personal reasons. And then the other thing pertains to our poll question today. This morning, the NHL announced the finalists for the Norris Trophy as the defenseman of the year in the National Hockey League. You can vote now on Twitter or on our YouTube feed if you're watching there. And the finalists for the Defenseman of the Year award in the NHL are Kale McCarr of the Colorado Avalanche, Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Roman Yossi of the Nashville Predators. I cast a vote, and I voted for Kale McCarr, a Calgary product. Now, can you hit the horn again, Jordan, please? Now we get into the quick Thank you. Covering all of this breaking news. Brad Marchand had two goals and three assists, including the tiebreaker early in the third period, and the Boston Bruins beat the Carolina Hurricanes 5-2 Sunday to even their first-round playoff series at two games each. Patrice Bergeron had a goal and two assists, and David Pasternak had one each for the Bruins. Rookie Jeremy Sowayman made 23 saves for Boston. Do you want to spend any time on that game at all, Moose? Because I don't. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, 2-2, two, two, okay. it's a series now. Listen, this is what I'm loving. NHL Network, baby. And I'm watching it this morning. And my boy Mike Johnson, if I had the uh, emoji with the heart eyes, Mike Johnson's on there. For like an hour with Bill Lindsay, the Florida Panthers radio color guy. They spend like, it was four games Sunday. Divide that into 60 minutes. 15 minutes each on each game. <laughs> Maybe a little on previewing tonight's game, but it's just so delicious. When it hits your lips, you know. It's like Sports Center, but better. So in Tampa, Ross Colton scored twice. Andre Vasileski made 22 saves, and Tampa Bay got off to a fast start and even their first round series at 2 2, beating Tirana 7 3. Steven Stamkos, Pierre Edward Belmare, and Pat Maroon scored in the first eight minutes against Game 3 star Jack Campbell in the opening period. Corey Perry and Andre Palat also scored. And Brandon Hangel and Nukita Kucherov each had two assists for the Lightning. Vazzy now 17-0 when coming off a playoff loss. For your Leafs, Moose, and producer Clark, Wee Willie Nylander scored twice, and Jake Muzzin also had a goal for the Leafs. Jack Campbell gave up five goals on 16 shots before being replaced by rookie Eric Jalgren. Oh, Over to no. you, sir. Oh, no. 2-2 <laughs> two, two well, now. What do you have as we're down to a best of three? Sheldon Keefe said, successful road trip. I mean, it doesn't sound good after you lose 7-3. to three, But I get it. You split the series. It's 2-2. Two, two, no worries. But with the exception of Colorado, who haven't lost a game, when you don't show up to play hockey, you're going to lose, and you're going to lose badly. Every team in the NHL playoffs is good. 
happened to Carolina. It's happened to Florida. It's happened to Edmonton. It's happened to Toronto. It is bad hockey. When you when you don't show up to play, I knew in the first three minutes of the game, like they didn't show up tonight. They're going to get killed. Yeah. And sure enough, they did. End of story. Wiki, 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 wiki. Get out the snuffers, boys. Um, and that's the story. If I can, that's the difference with Toronto and Tampa. Like, Tampa has lost some games in the series, obviously a couple of games, but they've shown up every game, right? The good teams show up every game, every game, even when they well, lose. Eh. John Cooper said they didn't. He said game one was a freebie, well, as yeah. you know. Uh, Zach Nelson watching in Calgary says, look at the nice weather where Rod is at. Wow, Rod leaves and we get snow. LOL. Yep, pay attention, man. The sun's shining over here on the RP show. Ted in Red Deer, Alberta. He says, Moose with the awesome life advice hoodie. Do you just want to tell the folks where that came from? Yes, Joe uh, Craig Jr., the former CFL player, uh, was in a car accident. This was his motto. He came on our show and he said, uh, faith, love, positivity, and strength. That's what's getting him through. And uh, we had these hoodies made up to support Jeff. You can still purchase them in our store, rodpetersonshop.com. A portion yeah. of the, actually, all net proceeds go to Joe Craig's recovery effort. He was paralyzed in a crash, got COVID at the same time. And that was what he came on our show and said is guiding him. How about that? How okay. about that? All right. And he also played for the Bengals, too, mother. In Los Angeles, Jonathan Quick tried to make a couple of his 31 saves with his bare hand during a masterful performance. Carl Grunscombe scored two third-period goals in L.A., even the first-round playoff series, beating the Edmonton Oilers 4-0. After Trevor Moore and Troy Stetcher scored in the first period, Quick earned his 10th career playoff shutout, while the Kings firmly shut down Connor McDavid and Neon Leon. So it's 2-2. And Mike Smith stopped 42 shots for the Oilers, by the way. It's not like this. You can hang this one on Mike Smith. So let's spend a second on that. I thought that the Oilers would roll... After their game two, six nothing romp, it kind of looked like they were going to do that. And now uh, history, or not history, the earth, what do you say? They've come crashing down to earth, the Edmonton Oilers. It's not over yet. So it's most of these series are best of threes. What sense do you get from the LA Edmonton series? I don't have any sense of the Edmonton LA series because I was with you. Like It looked like the Oilers were fully in cruise control and on their way to winning the series in five games. So but you know what? That's what we want in the NHL playoffs. We want the series to go long. We want them to be unpredictable. Yeah. And they've been largely unpredictable. Jonathan Quick plays like that, though. He's going to be a real problem for the Edmonton Oilers. And he did in game one when he shut him out, yeah. uh, right? So I believe it was a shutout. Was it not 4 nothing? I think? No. Anyways, we're... Right? I, oh, it was 4-3. That's right. This was his 10th career shutout. Either way, a win's a win, baby. And as Paul Druen says, our infamous Paul, more hockey, more hockey, more hockey. Remember when he said that on the couch in our lounge yes. in the bunker? More hockey, more oh, yeah. hockey. That was from Paul. And we continue our Sunday NHL tour with this in St. Lou. Jordan Cairo and David Perron each scored twice. Jordan Bennington made 28 saves in his first start this postseason. And St. Louis, even their best of seven Western Conference Series at two each, beating the Minnesota Wild 5-2. Ryan O'Reilly factor added a goal and two assists, and Perron also had an assist for the Blues. Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Boldy scored for Minnesota. The Flower made 29 saves. All I have to say about that is I was walking down the Vegas Strip with my brother, 
and we ran into Ryan O'Reilly. He was coming out of the hotel, the Cosmopolitan, if memory serves. Maybe the Aria. It wasn't what you think. He was on his way to the rink, and he was dressed moose style. He was in a flowery tuxedo-type jacket, no socks, and really expensive loafers. And my brother's far into this more than me, and he's probably watching right now. He's like, hey, 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 that's Ryan O'Reilly. And he was probably 30 feet from us. And he had his headphones in on his phone, walking to the rink. It was only a couple blocks from there. Should we have asked for his autograph or a selfie? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm the king of not doing that and then regretting it later. You know, I mean, all the people that I've met and you've met, I mean... You've got far more photos than I do, but all the people I've met, interactions I've had, I don't have a lot of photos of it because I'm not a guy who just says, let's grab a photo. But I kind of wish I was. So maybe you should have. Should have, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, he's like most NHL players, not overly tall, thick. Like, I don't know where these guys get their clothes made. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, watching. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It's Jeff the Stamps fan. He says, all I can say is, thank God we have the stamps in this city. No one else seems capable of getting it done. Okay, we've covered these. We're moving on to tonight's games in a moment. First of all, Rod Peterson Show brought to you in part by Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. And also by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. To point two, the Calgary Flames will look to even up their first round Stanley Cup playoff series with Dallas tonight as they play game four in Texas. Calgary coming off a 4-2 defeat in game three as a series that only saw three goals scored combined in the first two games. Broke out for six on Saturday night. So let's spend a minute on that because I don't mind. I'd made it down to Florida by uh, Saturday night, so I was watching the game, and I'm sitting there going, this is not the Flames team that I've watched all year. <laughs> Why is Milan Lucic the most effective Flame out here? He's running the goalie, getting the goal, crashing and banging in the corners. Where is everybody else? The Dallas Stars have found a way to completely neutralize Calgary Flames big guns and i think it comes down to uh i'm sorry to say it's not so much x's and o's it's effort it's want to it's putting your balls on the table if you will you know lucic is going to do that but nobody else did and they're down 2-1 so how pivotal is game four tonight moose in your mind it's huge you know for not not because the series you know won't be over at three to one i think calgary is very capable of coming back so i mean I, I mean, I'd be a little panicked if I was Calgary and they lose tonight. But, you know, it, it's huge for the psyche because this Calgary Flames team, again, they won the President's Trophy, got trounced in the playoffs in the first round. Here's another opportunity when they, you know, finish so well and had such a great regular season. But, you know, where's Gaudreau and Kachuk? And, you know, Lindholm showed up a little bit. We've seen him in the series. But they've just got to be better. And I'm confident they can get it done. But, man, it's gotten a little bit nasty, too, at times in this series, a little bit rough. And Dallas has been able to step up and play that game, and it hasn't worked so well for the Flames. Big one tonight. And uh, by the way, the Moose and I, whatever night it was, we were at an event. We were at a party in a penthouse suite. And remember those Flames fans? They're our friends. I'm not uh, talking noise about them. 
But listen, you can attest because you were right beside me. They're like, okay, so when does round two begin? Are we getting seats for one and two? Are we getting seats together? Is there a deal on those? And I'm like, guys, it's one game. And now we got Jeff the Stamps fan uh, writing them off and saying, thank God we have the Stamps, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, holy man, Ooh, what a roller coaster up and down, you guys in Calgary. Anyways. I know. Um, Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, I walked by Ron McLean on the street once and could, could barely muster a weak hello. You or him? I'm guessing you're talking about Ron McLean. He's a great guy. I've been introduced to him at least 10 times. He's a great guy. When we come back, we'll get into uh, CFL labor strife. What else do I have here? Oh, Formula One down here in Miami on Sunday. Big party. They're still talking about it. The junior hockey playoffs are into a salacious period. So we'll talk about all that. We're only two points into the quick six. Bernie Nichols and Jesse Pierce on the way. You're watching the RP Show on this Monday. Daytime sports talk and entertainment on Game Plus TV. YouTube live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Yeah, they are on the links. They're on the links on this Monday afternoon out here in the Eastern Time Zone. Good morning to those of you in the West. Welcome to your favorite daytime sports entertainment talk show, the RP Show. Uh, yeah. By the way, Taco Time is on board. How about this? They are on board big time with the RP Show. They bring you Taco Time viewer takeover every day. The whole show is basically viewer takeover. But Taco Time has been around for over 40 years. 40 years. Did you know that? This iconic brand and a Canadian favorite serves over 3.2 million burritos, 2.5 million tacos, and over 1 million Mexi fries every year. And that's just to RP Show staff. <clears throat> Let's get in uh, the moose now. Hey, moose, you saw the uh, the golf course there. I, I think that's the Boca Golf and Country Club. Was, you were out on the links yesterday. How was that for you? It was awesome. First weekend for uh, golf at Deer Valley. It was already in looking in pretty good shape for early in the spring obviously doesn't look like like that where they've been having summer all year round but you know it was fun to get out and uh, excited to uh, to be back on the course and maybe one day we'll play the boca country club oh yeah absolutely uh i might even join you we Ooh. mentioned the flames at stars tonight game four we didn't mention the others and i should the capitals will be looking to take a 3-1 stranglehold on the president's trophy winners the florida panthers the game's in Washington tonight. Penguins are hosting the New York Rangers, trailing 2-1 in their series, and the Colorado Avalanche will be going for the four-game sweep of the Preds in Nashville. I will say this. I was, I was happy that there was a split, I guess, of the two games here in Florida between the Panthers and the Capitals, which meant it's going at least five games. And that fifth game will be here Wednesday night. I know our Panther... Fan friends are watching right now because they told me they would. It was so nice catching up with everybody again on the weekend because it's been a month since I saw them. And I said, I told you people. The comeback cats is going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. It's going to bite you in the ass in the playoffs. Teams that don't know how to play 60 minutes in the regular season don't magically start playing 60 minutes in the postseason. And a lot of the hockey people are starting 
were starting even to last week saying, yep, Florida's got to learn a painful lesson. And I'm like, no, they did last year to Tampa in seven. But it takes a while to climb that mountain before you kick in the door. Look at the unimaginable frustration the Tampa Bay Lightning went through before they ended up winning back-to-back Stanley Cups. So do you think, Moose, with these Panthers, like I'm not saying they're going to lose to Washington, but they're a young team, and I just wonder if, if, if they've got the harshest of lessons to learn coming up here in this round one series with Washington. Yeah, they might. We've seen all these teams go through it. I mean, you're right. Tampa went through it. Remember when they won the President's Trophy? and Out of the playoffs, Columbus Blue Jackets, right? I mean, it's not easy to get in there and continue great regular season success in the playoffs. Um, the Leafs have never been able to do it. And there's no sign that says they will be able to do it either anytime soon. We wondered about Andrew Burnett, too, being the head coach. First time, gets that job midseason. Is he prepared for the adversity that comes in the playoffs and, and you know, this managing the psyche of his team? Um, I don't know. There's, there's no question. There's enough talent there. They do have some good leaders. So we'll see if they can uh, overcome this. But you're not going to get anywhere without overcoming some adversity. Sometimes I wonder why I pay an exorbitant fee for this Canadian Press Wire copy that I read. I should at least proofread it myself, but for the amount of money that I spend, I shouldn't have to proofread it. It says the Penguins are trailing the Rangers 2-1. They're leading 2-1 in the series. And because I, I remember thinking, watching the game the other night, Saturday, I guess, the bits and pieces of it. I was on a plane now that I think about it. The Penguins are still the Penguins. You know what I'm saying? Sidney Crosby's got multiple yep. point games in all three games so far in this series. They're the Penguins until we learn that they're not. But can we get Sidney a new hat? Every news conference or post-game interview, he's in his locker with a salt-stained Penguins black hat. Can we get Sidney, a future Hall of Famer, a new hat? You know how we always have them in the bottom of our hockey bag? And they get saying, like, I get that, you, that we do. Not Sid the Kid. Have you noticed? He's, he's extremely superstitious. We've learned that. So perhaps it's so an old hat. He's going to wear that. It's going to wear the same one since the day he played with Mario Lemieux. I don't know if that's the same hat or the reason, but I know he's superstitious, so there's probably something there. We're going to get to CFL labor, but it's just so darn negative and pessimistic that I want to read this. Max Verstappen used an aggressive early pass on Formula One championship leader Charles Leclerc, then controlled the inaugural Miami Grand Prix for his third victory of the season. The reigning world champion started third, but Red Bull quickly got the best of Ferrari for a second consecutive race. You know our business consultant, Lee Genier, watching in Calgary now, just perked up because I'm talking about the Formula One race here in Miami. And you can just imagine. It was like the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, which my brother was texting me about that. What was the guy's name? Rich something? Strike Rich? Rich Strike? Rich Strike? Whoever won yeah, the Kentucky so. Derby. It was the 80-1 to 1 long shot. Um, same thing. And then Sunday, the race. It's about the party. It's not about the race. I'm reading the Palm Beach Post newspaper this morning, Moose, of which I'm a subscriber. And... Tom Brady was here. You would think Tom Brady played for the Dolphins for the amount that he's here and the amount that he talks about the Dolphins. And yes, he's building a house here. But all the debutaries, the debutantes were there at the race. They didn't make money. I can't remember the guy's name, but the CEO of the Dolphins is also the co-chair of the Miami Grand Prix. 
So they've, and this is about legacy pro projects, as the stuffy presidents and CEO talk about. So they built these wonderful party halls and facilities around Hard Rock Stadium where the Dolphins play for the race, Moose. Today they're dismantling the track, the 3.7 mile track, and some of those facilities will remain. But they're coming back next year. I didn't go, but maybe next year. I'm at an age where I don't need to be everywhere and do everywhere. You need to be everywhere and do everything. I don't. I'm old. Yeah. So did, did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw it, and I thought that was really cool. Like, they just, it just seemed so what I envisioned being so Florida or so Miami. I mean, they brought yachts that must have been on wheels out and put fake water around them to have yacht parties right next to the track. Like, super cool, and I can't wait to see it. And maybe, maybe that's something we'll put on our uh, event calendar for next year. Well, you know Lee already has it down, right? Probably going to sell some oh, yeah. advertising to them. Um, from Jeff Cabellos watching in Winnipeg, he says, if Rod had a wrestling entrance, it would be announced now residing in Calgary, Alberta and Sunrise, Florida by way of Milestone, Saskatchewan, Hot Raw. <laughs> Peter said, what song are we going to play? Let me think about oh. that. There may, be, there may be several. Jason in Red Deer wants to know, maybe it's his lucky hat, Rod. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. All I know is, can we get him a new one? Because it looks like stink. Okay, to the CFL, labor, whatever you want to call it, because some stuff has gone down over the weekend since we were last on the air Friday. Nothing really new. You're obviously following it closely, too. I guess Friday afternoon, the Players Association held a media availability. They're upset at the owners. Um, they've, quarterbacks have been instructed, veteran quarterbacks have been instructed to not participate in this week's rookie camps. Uh, it's voluntary participation for the veteran quarterbacks. That hasn't changed for years. You read it, right? But, but for one team that has a history of retribution against its players, I'm like, hmm? So what you're saying is there's one team out of the nine that has a history of punishing its players for standing up for themselves. So you're saying that's fine. Let's, those quarterbacks have to go because you're going to be punished if you don't. It's in my commentary this morning that aired on Cat Country and Rock 98.5, and you can rate it daily at rodpeterson.com. And I, the whole thing's distasteful. Everybody looks bad. People have written me and said, well, where, where, where do the players look bad? Well, they don't, but jo John Q. Public doesn't realize who said what, who is at fault. It just all looks bad. And it's very, sorry to say, confusing and somewhat unprofessional that I'm getting emails from CFL teams about their media schedule and rookie camp schedule for this week. Yet I'm like, well, there's no... The CBA runs out on Saturday. It's completely disjointed and unorganized. Fair? Yeah, it's very fair. And, you know, when there's a couple of teams that, you know, treat their players poorly or, or don't, you know, or whatever the memo said about, uh, you know, the, the actions against the players that don't show up, and so they're letting those players go to the voluntary workouts, we're going to know real quickly which the two teams are, right? We're going to know real quick. and. There's going to be a lot of heat. So now all of a sudden, those teams are like, we can't have this come out, so we need to get a deal done. And maybe that'll provide some pressure to getting something done early this week. But, um, you know, I don't know why it, you know, it's taken a long time. I know the players wanted to get to the negotiating table in January's. The owners didn't. They moved it into March. Now we're here in May. 
It's just it's it's just a mess, and we don't know if the season's going to start on time. I really feel sorry for the people who work in the Canadian Football League and make their livings in the Canadian Football League, of which I did for 20 years, but I don't anymore. This is a relief that I don't because of all this uncertainty. For instance, uh, Darren Workman watching in Salt Lake City, Utah, says the CFL Players Association is upset by owners proposing a 10-year no-raise deal. Who would have thunk it? LOL. Let's go back, because the players are good guys. Brian Ramsey and Solomon Elamimian are not. The people that they're negotiating with, I'm going to tell you, aren't good guys. Okay? They're not. So the players trusted them. They thought they were operating in good faith. And a couple of months ago, when Mark Stephen came on this show, the voice of the Stampeders, and said, why aren't they meeting? Why, what's, what, what, why aren't they meeting? Well, the players, what did they say? Our issues aren't that big. We don't expect anything contentious. And then the owners come out and pull a fast one, which is also, by the way, in my commentary this morning, this is not the same CFL that I came up in. Back then, there wasn't a lot of money to go around, but the league leaders respected the players. They took care of the players. The pie was split as evenly as it could be. These guys right now clearly don't respect the players. They're clearly not taking care of the players. I would suggest they don't care about the players. Would the news events of the last three, four days indicate that I'm wrong in that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, we don't, again, not knowing what's going on in the negotiations, but, you know, just right there with a 10-year CBA and no increase to the salary cap, it's ludicrous. And it's crazy because the players sit there and bank on the league to improve and continue to grow and the, re and the salary cap to continue to expand and salaries to grow with it. And we were at that point before the pandemic. You know, we had quarterbacks getting a half a million dollars a year, which was great, which was, which was awesome. So we're growing. The league's growing. Salaries are growing. Players are making more money, right? And we hope the buildings are being filled along with it whether that was the case or not. I know we go into a pandemic and we got to tighten the purse strings, but 10 years? Like, I can understand, you know, proposing a two or three year period with no raise in the salary cap. And we need to, you know, really protect the financial stability of the league because of this pandemic. But 10 years, it's, that's crazy. Well, they said that they don't expect any revenue increases until for at least five years until the TSN TV deals up. Wait a minute. I thought single game betting was going to be throwing money in the air. It was going to be the answer to all our problems. Wait, it's not? Jeff, the Stams fan, says this, this CFL labor dispute is just preseason entertainment. I don't find it entertaining at all. And I'm done talking about it. The Toronto Blue Jays dropped their fifth game in their last seven, falling to the Cleveland Guardians 4-3. Toronto took a 3-2 lead into the eighth, but Owen Miller's one-out homer off Tim Mays in the bottom of the eighth tied it. And Oscar Mercado's RBI single won it for Cleveland. I have written here junior hockey stuff. Uh, we're going to have to come back in the next hour. We'll talk about it, okay? Because we're out of time. And Broadway Bernie Nichols... Bet Regal's NHL ambassadors coming in next to talk Stanley Cup playoffs. This is the RP Show, and you're watching on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. RP Show, uh, promotional consideration brought to you in part by Tough Tribe for Men. It was designed to meet the unique demands of clean professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman's shampoo teams up with an invigorating cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beard and hair pomade to start your day. Feeling fresh and confident. Available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. More breaking news today as we await the arrival of Bernie Nichols, which I think is moments away. Couple, Just the latest now, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders announcing their Plaza of Honor inductees for 2022 are three very close friends of mine. Weston Dressler, Mike McCullough, and Ken Miller, Grandpa Miller, all going into the Riders version of a Hall of Fame this fall. I got stories about all of them, probably get into them later on this uh, program. Barry Trotz fired as the head coach of the New York Islanders after four seasons. He missed the playoffs this year. And uh, Jeff Reinbold leaving the Montreal Alouettes for personal reasons. And I can't remember the guy's name that's replacing him with the Alouettes. Days before the start of rookie camp, Jeff Reinbold leaving the Montreal Alouettes. We will be extending an invitation for him to come on this program. Hopefully everything is fine. Do we have Bernie or am I going into a sports update? What's up? Okay, unfortunately, he's not yet ready to go. So four exciting quarterfinal single elimination matchups, including two one-goal contests, have set the stage for this weekend's National Lacrosse League Conference Finals, best of threes, which will open on Friday. Buffalo will face Toronto in the east, while San Diego will take on Colorado in the west. It's down to the final four in the NLL. Over the weekend, Buffalo knocked out Albany with a 10-5 victory. Toronto advanced with a 14-13 overtime win over Halifax. In the Western Conference, San Diego ended Philadelphia's season with a 9-8 victory, while the Colorado Mammoth went into Calgary on Friday and upset the Roughnecks 16-12. In Canadian Premier League play over the weekend, yes, I'm reading it. Calgary downed Edmonton 3-0 at Commonwealth on Friday night. Halifax and Winnipeg battled to a scoreless draw. And Victoria blanked Ottawa 1-0. Next game is Tuesday night with Halifax at Guelph. In the NBA playoffs tonight, the Milwaukee Bucks will look to take a commanding 3-1 series lead over the Boston Celtics at home, while the Golden State Warriors will try to do the same in their series against the Memphis Grizzlies. More later, this sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay, we've got him. Broadway Bernie Nichols, the NHL ambassador for Bet Regal. I got a lot of questions for him, but we'll start. Hey, Bernie, good to see you. Um, let's start with the Leafs, if you don't mind. Getting bombed last night in game four in Tampa Bay. The series is now 2 2 and a best of three. What's your analysis out of what came out of Tampa last night? Well, I just thought that, you know, not necessarily they weren't ready to play the, but they were happy with just a split there and come home and, and feel like they can win it at home. And I definitely take, uh, I don't think that was the best approach. You know, you, you got a team down two games to one. Uh, you played great last game, I thought, and probably should have been their best game of the series. But for some reason, they just they were just happy uh, coming home with the split. 
I got a. I don't know if you read the Toronto Sun, but Steve Simmons said on the weekend. I was reading it flying down here to Florida. In the Calgary Sun, he said, anybody that thinks Kyle Dubas should be fired if they lose to Tampa is out to lunch. This is a great Leafs team, best point total in franchise history. If they lose, there's no shame in it. How do you feel about that, no, that thought? Uh, they've had a great year. They're a great team. I don't like the, the way it's set up. It should be one place, eight, uh, two, and seven. To me, you got the two best teams in this side playing one another, and and that's absolutely wrong. It, it's terrible. Uh, so it's got nothing to do with the GM. Uh, you know, I think the coach, in my opinion, should get his skilled players out more often than not. Like uh, last night, for example, um, Matthews, he he was the third line, and. You know, you run into some penalty troubles early, and he doesn't get on. And and I think he's got to start. Uh, if not start, he's sucking up for sure. Uh, you, you can't play that kid enough. And as a skilled player, you got to get into the game early and, and often. And um, he didn't do that. And that's the only issue I had with the coach last night. Uh, yeah, and he said that, I guess he said it's a successful road trip because uh, they split in Tampa. So now it's a best of three. The, the best hockey still to come. I got to ask you this. I'm, I'm looking up your hockey DB. Not like we don't all know it, Bernie, but 1,127 games, 1,209 points. It's a Hall of Fame worthy career. Why do they say round one is always the best? You've been, and it is, but why is it always the best? Well, I. I don't know why they, they say it's the best. Like to me, uh, any playoff series is is a lot of fun, and I think maybe maybe because it's the first uh, it's the first series of the year, you, you amp yourself up. Most teams play just to get to the playoffs, right? Like there's so many games, and when you're in in February and and you got a, a game, man, just get me out of here I, let's get the playoffs started and i just think everything leads up to to the playoffs and obviously the first round uh teams are just ready to go so that may be uh, a little bit why uh the first round is always kind of exciting yeah well i know that that's a it's a odd question but i'm just looking at these series i think they're all two two well, the Western Conference, well, half of them are 2-2, and they, they could all be 2-2 after tonight, except for the Colorado potential sweep, which will probably happen. But just how things swing in a series. Like, the Oilers thought they were rolling, and then the Kings punch them in the mouth Sunday. <laughs> like, what can change a series in your mind? Yeah, uh, well, goaltending. Uh, you know, Jonathan Quick gets a shutout last night. They get outshot. Uh you know, you, you watch Calgary and, and Dallas as much as you think. I thought it may go four, four games to one. Um, Calgary is, they're, they're getting the hell beat out of them for one. Like, and as big and, and tough as Calgary is, I expect the team to be able to match that. But, but uh, Dallas definitely has. Dallas got great goaltending. When you keep um, Calgary to, I think one goal in two games uh, and then three goals in four games. That's Calgary's got a high, high offensive uh, group there, but uh, 
Dallas has kept them down. You look at Pittsburgh, no one no one ex- really expected Pittsburgh to do what they're doing. They're doing it with a third-string uh, goalie, but they've outshot uh, New York every game and, and bad at times. So to me, when, when you get outshot, uh, you're being outplayed. And uh, I can look at the score, and the score may say one thing, but you look at the shots on goal and you go, holy jeez, you're being outplayed bad. You're winning, uh, but you're being outplayed real bad. Well, I'm looking at your, again, your hockey DB. You played, Bernie, over 100 playoff games. You know that. Actually, 118. I'm just telling the viewers. Why is it a different season in the playoffs? It just seems like the Flames weren't prepared for this, and they, they should know. Yeah, uh, trust me, the Flames will know. That their, their coach will have them uh, ready for a playoff series. Like I say, they just can't score. And uh, you give credit to the goalie in in uh, Dallas. He's played great. Uh, but the thing is, the playoffs, every every team is prepared for the playoffs. That's what you play your 80 games for. It's nothing better than a playoff series. And, and trust me, Perry uh, will be as well prepared as any team in the league ever for a playoff game with their coach. And I still think the best... It, is to come with Calgary. They're, they're too good of a team. They're too well coached. Um, unless the, the goalie steals a, a couple more games, I still think uh, Calgary's going to win that. Yeah, well, I, I said I said Calgary in sixth. It's just when you're, as you know, trailing in a series, it becomes a mind thing, right? And Florida, the President's Trophy winners are down 2-1 going into Washington tonight. Do you think the Panthers can come back? And if so, how, what do they got to do? No, I, I definitely think they can. Uh, to me, it, it still comes down to goaltending. Their goalie hasn't been as good as the other goalie. Uh, you know, Washington's been there before. They've won the cup. Uh, you know, uh, Florida hasn't. So, uh, but Florida's got, they, they got such a great team, a well-balanced team. They, they showed it during the, the regular season. But like we talked about, the playoffs are a whole different animal. Washington's been there many times. Florida hasn't. So. When it comes to experience in the playoff, you, you got to uh, give the nod to, to Washington. Florida may have the best team, but they're not maybe playoff ready as Washington would be. So, but they, they still have a good team. Their goalie has to be better, and then uh, I still think they will win that. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Yeah, well, the hockey, the games have been tremendous. Have we covered all, almost all of them. Bernie, thanks for this. Enjoy the games. We'll chat in a week. You got it. My pleasure. Thank you. Bet Regal NHL Ambassador Bernie Nichols. Proud to be teammates with Bernie on Team Bet Regal. Come join us. Viewer takeover for Taco Time is next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and of course, you can always find the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's the RP Show, and it is that time that we do the viewer takeover thing, which is brought to you by our friends at Taco Time. With over 120 locations across Canada, there's always a Taco Time near you. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm just updating the old website here, so bear with me. There's 
More breaking news today. And this is an abbreviated uh, viewer takeover because we went long with Bernie. And that's fine because he's got so much great things to say. But the Saskatchewan Rough Riders Foundation, alongside the Plaza of Honor Committee, has announced three exceptional Grey Cup champions will be inducted into the Plaza of Honor. Weston Dressler, Mike McCullough, and Ken Miller. The inductees will be honored in a special halftime ceremony at the home game on August 19th, Rider Legends Night, a not-to-be-missed opportunity to celebrate team history. The annual SAS-TEL Plaza of Honor has inducted 135 individuals who have made major contributions to the proud tradition of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders Football Club. So for a moment, if you don't mind, I know there's viewers of other CFL teams, fans of other CFL teams that watch this show regularly, but Weston Dressler, Mike McCullough, Ken Miller, I could sit and tell stories about all of them for days. Weston Dressler was a rookie in 2008. I will never forget this five foot seven kid from North Dakota, Bismarck, North Dakota, played at UND, where they called him the Jackrabbit, was diving all over the field. He looked like somebody's little brother out there. And I'll never forget Chris Hodges, CTV Regina, walking up to me and saying on the sidelines, are you enjoying the Weston Dressler show? I said, it's unbelievable. How long can he keep it up? Uh, he kept it up for eight, se uh, eight seasons. Went to three Grey Cups, won one with the Rough Riders. Mike McCullough was drafted in 2003 out of St. Francis Xavier. He's a product of Kingston, Ontario. I could recite this myself, his whole plaque. Last minute of play in hour one, last minute. After Mike McCullough's career, or sorry, after his draft year in 2003, the Riders never had a losing season. Went to four Grey Cups in his time, won two. Top Canadian, Mike McCullough, linebacker from St. FX. And, of course, Ken Miller. Good morning, Riders. As he used to say when he walked into the locker room every single morning. Good morning, Riders. And the whole team would chant back, Morning, Coach! He, of course, took the Riders to Grey Cups as well. Two of them didn't win. Did win a Grey Cup in 2007 as offensive coordinator, however. I feel like we have a lot to kick around next hour. Jesse Pierce will join us from NHL.com. She covers the wild. We'll be right back after this break on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.